St. Dominic's Catholic Church in San Francisco presents a homily by Rev. Pastor Father Michael Hurley on Good Friday of the Lord's Passion. The Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ as recorded in the Gospel of John. Jesus went forth with his disciples across the Kidron Valley, where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew that place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas, procuring a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees, went there with lanterns and torches and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing all that was to befall him, came forward and said to them, Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Again he asked them, Whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus answered, I told you that I am he, so if you seek me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the word which he had spoken. Of those thou gavest me, I lost not one. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's slave, cutting off his right ear. The slave's name was Malchus. Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into his sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which the Father has given me? So the band of the soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews seized Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, as he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had given counsel to the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did the other disciple. 
As the dis- this disciple was known to the high priest, he entered the court of the high priest along with Jesus, while Peter stood outside at the door. So the other disciple who was known to the high priest went out and spoke to the maid who kept the door and brought Peter in. The maid who kept the door said to Peter, He said, Now the servants and officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold, and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter also was with them, standing and warming himself. The high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. Jesus answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught in synagogues and in the temple where all the Jews come together. I have said nothing secretly. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. When he had said this, one of the officers standing by struck Jesus with his hand, saying, Jesus answered him, If I have spoken wrongly, bear witness to the wrong. But if I have spoken rightly, why do you strike me? Annas then sent him bound to Caiaphas the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. They said to him, He denied it and said, One of the servants of the high priest, a kinsman of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked him, Peter again denied it, and at once the cock crowed. Then they led Jesus from the house of Caiaphas to the praetorium. It was early. They themselves did not enter the praetorium so that they might not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. So Pilate went out to them and said, They 
answered him, Pilate said to them, The Jews said to him, This was to fulfill the word which Jesus had spoken, to show by what death he was to die. Pilate entered the praetorium again and called Jesus and said to him, Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Jesus answered, My kingship is not of this world. If my kingship were of this world, my servants would fight that I might not be handed over to the Jews. But my kingship is not of this world. Pilate said to them, Jesus answered, You who say that I am a king, for this I was born, and for this I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and said to them, again. Now Barabbas was a robber. Then Pilate took Jesus and scourged him, 
And the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said, So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Pilate said to them, The Jews answered him, When Pilate heard these words, he was the more afraid. He entered the praetorium again and said to Jesus, But Jesus gave no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, answered him you would have no power over me unless it had been given you from above therefore he who delivered me to you has the greater sin Upon this, Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at the place called the pavement and in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, They cried out, Pilate said to them, 
the chief priests answered, Then he handed him over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus, and he went out bearing his own cross to the place called the place of a skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha. There they crucified him and with him two others, one on either side and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote a title and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this title, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews then said to Pilate, Pilate answered, When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and made four parts, one for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was without seam, woven from top to bottom. So they said to one another, This was to fulfill the scripture. They parted my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did this. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing near, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture. I thirst. A bowl of vinegar stood there, so they put a sponge full of vinegar on hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the vinegar, he said, 
it it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit Since it was the day of preparation, in order to prevent the bodies from remaining on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness, his testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not a bone of him shall be broken. And again another scripture says, They shall look on him whom they have pierced. After this... Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. Pilate gave him leave, and he came and took away his body. Nicodemus also, who had first come to him by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds weight. They took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen clothes with spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, where no one had ever been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, As the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. Tonight, we are given 
the cross as the great image of the sign of God's love for us. There are times in our lives when we are weighed down by fears and failures, burdened by sins and sorrows, and we wonder, where is God's love? Where is the presence of the power of love? Tonight, God gives us his response. As Jesus hangs on the cross, he does not eliminate suffering and death, but enters into it. He suffers because he loves, and he loves us to death. In the aftermath of the fire at the Cathedral of Notre Dame, one of the most striking images was taken from the vantage point of the main aisle. Perhaps you saw this photo which circulated. In the sanctuary, debris, the roof collapsed, smoldering wood and ash. And in the cloud of dust and ash that hovered in the air, a beam of light coming from the rose window, still intact, striking the altar and the image of Our Lady holding the lifeless body of her son in the Pieta. And behind them both, what? The cross. The cross of our Lord, which remains. And what a beautiful, perhaps, metaphor for this Good Friday amongst the debris of the brokenness of our lives and our crosses. We feel perhaps burnt out, lifeless, smoldering. And in this moment, we once again recognize Christ is there. He is on the cross suffering with us helping us to carry our crosses. And just as Christ embraced his cross for love of us, so too we unite our crosses for love of him. And this is why we venerate the cross. We bring the cross forward and three times the chant, Behold the wood of the cross on which hung the salvation of the world. And what's the response? Come, let us adore. Come, let us adore. Come, let us adore. This evening, as you come forward for the veneration of the cross, I ask you to bring those fears and failings, to bring our sins and our sorrows, to come and venerate the cross with a kiss. 
uniting your cross with Christ's. And in this adoration, face to face, to open your heart to his loving embrace.